Hey everyone, this is Claray Baca and you're listening to I Know You Hear Me podcast with Flynn Hendricks. Are you needing some decals made? Maybe some vinyl or monograms? Then you need to go check out my wife's Etsy shop at Decals by Kins. That's K-Y-N-S. Go over to Etsy.com slash shop slash decals by Kins and you can check that in the show notes as well and see what she's done for other people and see what she can do for you. And I'm speaking from experience here. All of my water bottles, my protein bottles, they all have something that she's printed and put on there and those things last. So if you need something like that for a gift, for your family, for your kids, or even for for yourself go check out what she can do for you and as a special treat for my listeners if you use the promo code flynn that's f-l-y-n-n she's even going to get you 10 percent off your order now you can't beat that so go check it out and see what she can do for you and i know you hear me all right everybody we are back and we are about to go get it again ladies and gentlemen your world television champion for the aiwf the flynn Hendricks entertainment champion the alpha dog of entrepreneurship, the guy who wrote his own book and who has been one of my favorite guests on the show in the past is back with us. Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't pick up what I was putting down about going and getting it, let me just go ahead and lay it out for you. I've got Corey Disson back on the show and we are going to go the distance today and talk about his new book. Dude, Corey, like we were talking about before we started going hit and record, you're traveling coast to coast, you're all over the place, but you're here now and I appreciate you making the time to do it. In the immortal words of Eminem, guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> back again, baby. Back with the man, Mr. Hendricks himself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And this is something, too. Like, dude, I'm I'm in awe that you did this because I remember the countdowns and everything you were doing about the, the big announcement. And unfortunately, you know, due to some work obligations, I couldn't be there for the live stream of it. But, dude, you wrote a book, which I've got right here. I'm an English major. I love to read and... I just love the process that goes into making, you know, making a book, taking the time to sit down and do it. So let's talk about that. Like with your busy yeah. schedule, what made you want to take this onto your plate and what prompted you to do it? Well, I mean, there's a lot of factors that influenced uh, why I wrote the book. I mean, obviously I wanted, it's kind of a love letter to my family, to uh, people who I look up to, people who mentored me. Um but also, you know, leave it to me to try to weave in a larger lesson to anything I'm trying to do. Because, right. you know, you see it all the time out in social media land. That person X or person Y says, I'm going to do this. And then down the road, I'm going to do that. And then I'm working on this and I have this in progress. Well, as you can tell, I said not a peep about this book to anyone Yep, the entire time I wrote it. And there was a point that I was making. It's like, A, keep your mouth shut until your work's done. Yep. Number one. Um, and number two, don't tell me you don't have time to do, to chase your goals, to chase your dreams. Absolutely. Because, you know, here I am, you know, coaching people, running a design company, chasing my son around as he's playing professional baseball. You know, obviously, you know, being a family man with my wife. Yep. And I have all of these commitments and, and, but yet I made time. I spent almost eight months writing this book and I didn't say a word to anybody. I just got it done. I figured it out and it was not easy. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, there are workouts that I've done in the gym that have been less taxing <laughs> than doing this book. And anybody who follows me or have seen me online, I, I like to pick up big things and put them yep. down again. 
you and took this, the words out of my this, mouth. This little thing is probably 50 times heavier than the 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 biggest weight I've tried to pick up because it's it's a lot of work. I mean, we did 13 yeah. rounds of revisions to this book, man. Oh, 13 dude. edits. Man. So I read the book probably 15 times before I said enough already. Let's get it out. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like just just looking at it too. I mean, talking about you know, I, you're always talking about dropping the hurting bombs and everything. I mean, you can tell that you've gone through a physical transformation right on the cover as well since I've known you. And then on top of that too, you're doing this at like twice a day. You're getting in there at five in the morning, doing empty stomach cardio, doing the weights later in the day, and then you're traveling coast to coast to support your son. You're making the family time, and literally, I think the biggest thing is. You, you see a lot of people on social media, especially in the acting and the networking realms that say, put it out in the universe, let it come to you. But you open yourself up to that negativity, the scrutiny and everything. And anybody uh, has a keyboard, has an opinion, whether they've done it or not. And the fact that you kept this tight lipped and under wraps and then you release it and it's had the success that it has is just absolutely insane. I love the, uh, not, not to play a pun on words, but the discipline and the dedication that you brought to it. And it's just, it's a fantastic thing to see because it breaks the status quo of what everybody else is doing on social media and shows that you don't have to play in those clicks and play by those games to get this stuff done. You know, I, I, uh, I pontificate a lot about it. A lot of things you just mentioned with yep. a lot of my content. Oh yeah. And a big thing that is sort of a, a pillar of uh you know the go get it lifestyle is you have to be able to walk the walk and not just talk the talk and leading by example i can in good conscience request to be compensated to coach someone and tell them how to live their life how to go chase their dream if i'm not setting the example myself so the pressure is on me to make sure I'm doing the right thing. I'm conducting myself the right way. I'm putting myself out there saying, Hey, this is how you work hard. I'm showing it every day. It's very transparent. I mean, I, uh, you know, we can joke if, if someone ever wanted to assassinate me, I'm the easiest man to find because <laughs> you can set your watch where I'm going to be yep. 5am, 6am, 8am, so on and so forth. And if you're traveling, the same that out there too every day. So it's like, you know, I'm getting after it every day. I'm not just, yes, I put out a book that has life lessons in it that you can take with you and help to, you know, chase your dream or pursue your goals. But at the same time, you know, the process of writing a book, right? you know, I did it. And by the way, that's the same guy on the back too. Absolutely. Uh, Got down to 17% body fat for those pictures. And I'm trying to follow in your footsteps right now. And yeah. for a 50 plus year old man, that's considered elite. That is, that is 100. The bodybuilders are like 10, 10%. But yep. uh, yeah, I, I went from probably about 27%, which is you better go to the doctor right now. Right. Cause I was bulky, very bulky. And then for the, for, you know, to get prepared for this, you know, I carved down to 17% and I was pretty ripped. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can tell too, just the pictures you post, the shoulders are the thing that stick out to me, the upper body. It's that wrestler mentality of, big upper body. That's the first thing I noticed. And man, it's, I feel like I got to keep up with you trying to sling the weights around. Cause I got to do that after we get off here and man, it never ends. It never ends, but it's fun and it's a great release from it, but good for the, the mental. Yes, mental side. very much so. And then, you know, just talking about that part of it too, the men, the mental side of it, what was the biggest obstacle that you faced putting pen to paper and making this book happen? 
I mean, one big challenge was, I mean, you know, so without giving away too much detail of the book, I mean, we right. talk about the 10 people that influenced my life and impacted my, you know, my life and career the most was whittling that list down because you yeah. started off, started off by, you know, 30, 35. And you, you start to think about, you know, who, who really has a whole chapter right. dedicated to them. There's lots of little stories, lots of little people that influenced me that are still in the book anyway. They might not have a chapter devoted to them. They're mentioned, yeah. either woven into a chapter or at the end, I acknowledge a, a ton of people. Um, but, you know, so figuring out that list was tough. I mean, uh, you know, writing the paragraphs about my parents. Mm hmm which are in there. I mean, uh, you know, a for, you know, my mother who's no longer with us, that was, that was probably oh, yeah. one of the tougher things I had to go through. Um, and then for my old man, because I wanted to make sure that this was a, a proper tribute, uh, you know, an accurate representation of, you know, how things were because, uh, you know, he's real big on legacy as you, as you will learn from the book, if you read it. And I wanted him to, uh, sleep well at night knowing that his legacy is secure that his his uh, his son did it and said it the right way and I wanted right. his stamp of approval so I was very careful in how I put this together because if, if there was something that you know either rubbed him the wrong way or he didn't understand he would he would let me know he, yeah he would not be shy about that and he was uh let's just say it was a very emotional moment when I delivered the book to him because he didn't know I was writing it either wow there are only three people on this planet that knew I was writing that book the whole time. My wife was one because she was literally, I live in the same home with her. Right. Um, my uh, publisher, obviously working with the publisher and my training partner, my buddy who trains me because he knew he was getting me in shape for a cover shoot. So I didn't tell anyone else on purpose. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I, uh, I digress a little bit. I love it though. I mean, it's, it's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that you carry. I mean, it's a lot of people think it's just like putting pen to paper, getting creative or whatever, but there's a lot of things that you have to carry into that. Like you just said, you had to do your father's legacy justice. You had to revisit, you know, the stories with your mother. And, you know, I know that's still a fresh thing that just happened with her passing not too long ago. So there's a lot yeah. of things that you have to address to do this too. And man, it's just, it's a lot of things that go into this that I don't think people properly appreciate. Not to mention the other folks in the book mm -hmm. who are highlighted in the book that are go that were going to read the book. Right. You want to make sure you do right by them too. And these are, like I said, these are people I respect, look up to, and thankful for. Um, you know, I show deference to these yep. people. So, you know, the last thing I wanted was to send them a book and go, yo, look what I did. And then they read it and they go, What is this nonsense? And yeah. thank thank goodness they were all like wow how cool thank you i can't believe you and talked about this i didn't remember this story i got right. a lot of feedback like that it was all positive uh and thank goodness it was and that's that's something that you just mentioned right there that really jumps out like that you remembered something and you know like with your crazy busy schedule the travel everything that we've been talking about up to this point the stories that you've you know backlogged the the life that you've lived how do you go about remembering all that stuff and, you know, making sure it gets in the book? How did you go about remembering all that? Well, I mean, I, I, so I will reveal one, you know, specific thing from the book, which answers your question. Okay. Um, one of the life lessons in the book was from my old man. And he said, when people speak to you, don't just hear them, listen. 
And I was told that from diapers until I moved out. And even well, long after years, I, my old man hammered that in my head. When someone talks to you, most people, when they carry a conversation with you, they are simply waiting for you to finish so they yeah. can say what they've been thinking about. You know, it was drummed into my head that you listen, that you pay attention, that you process what is going on, what is being said first, then talk back, then say what you think, because A, you're going to show respect for that other person you're conducting the conversation with, Absolutely. and B, you're going to remember what was said to you. So, yeah. you know, when you factor that in, that it was baked into the cake at an early age, plus you know, these, a lot of these little uh, episodes and anecdotes were shared, whether they were in sales situations, I might talk to someone, I might pull this little nugget out of my head, or at the Thanksgiving dinner table, we mm -hmm. would have a conversation. Um, so they were said, a lot of these things were said a lot, enough that I could say, when I was putting my notes together, I literally wrote notes. Oh, I'm going to tell the story about this. Oh, I, let me add this in there. Right. And then as you start to zoom out, it was amazing how all of these little puzzle pieces started to fit together. And I was, I was on another show uh, earlier in the week, and I said, it's kind of like a, a, a weird game of Tetris. You know, they all kind of fit together yeah. and it's like wow when when you're all done you got this kind of wall that you built and it's like okay it, it was just amazing how it all turned out i love that and that's when people talk listen that's that's something that's so key and that's something that i actually struggled with you know like a while back before i really dove deep into acting especially improv related was trying to think three steps ahead or just listening to respond and not listening to understand whether i realized i was doing it or not but just listening and being in that moment helps you just be in the moment to actually sit there and understand what somebody's saying. And therefore it makes it easier to commit to memory. Like that's a simple piece of advice, but it's so profound and so powerful for the impact that it really has. So, I mean, it's a big help with marketing too, by the way, yeah. because a lot of times people will get into a, a sales situation where they yeah. might have a prospect on the hook and they so bad want to pitch, pitch, pitch. Listen, yep. Here's all my services. Here's what I do well. Here's all my experience. Here's all the reasons why you should hire me. If they just shut their big yapper and listen to the other person, they will navigate you yep. where to go in the conversation to lead them to purchasing from you. Because they're going to tell you what their hot buttons are, what matters to them, what their what their experience is, what problems are they having? And I had to I had to learn that too. Just yeah. you know, in, in my career journey, you know, the best sales calls are when you have a an uncomfortable silence. Mm -hmm. Who can shut up the longest? Right. You can be quiet. Most times, the other person on the other end is going to want to fill that dead space with something. Yeah. I had, I had to learn that. I had to get trained to do that. Not in the book, but still relevant to our conversation. Absolutely. And again, you hit it on, you hit the nail right on the head right there because a lot of people just want to go to pitch, 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 sale, 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 but they miss the point. And then, like you said, they can talk themselves out of sales. They can miss that uncomfortable silence where that person is literally the wheels are turning and they're realizing, 
I just gave them all my problems and they might have the solution for like, there's so many things that you can talk yourself out of trying to be three steps ahead. There you go. Oh man. And it's crazy. I wish I could have had that like eight years ago and sales would have been a lot less stressful at that point. But (laughs) anyway, that's another story here and there. But one thing too, like, I keep going back to the travel that you've done because, you know, these emails come out like almost every other week that you're going to be traveling here, traveling there, can be contacted in the case of an emergency or something like that. Sure. How is your body adjusting and you're like, you're like, how are you staying mentally sharp during all this to do these appearances to promote the book, get your training in and be there to support your son too? How are you doing all that with this travel schedule? I mean, look, it, it uh, you know, when you're flying back and forth, you know, cross country from California to Florida, it does present some challenges. Oh yeah. But you know, you just, you, you, what I do is, is I book appointments for myself. Right. And when I get to Florida, I know I'm going to go join a gym for a week. I know my son's games don't start till generally six 30 and they ballpark opens at five 30. So that means I've got the whole first part of the day to go get a workout in. You know, is my diet perfect while we're going back and forth? Probably not, but that's okay. Am I probably drinking one too many uh, adult beverages? Hey, I'm traveling with my wife. We're having a good time, you know, but you know, you try to keep the routine as best you can. I prepare a lot of content in advance to take with me. I just Mm -hmm. throw it on the phone and I'm ready to post every day and, you know, checking messages, texts, DMs, emails, is is like breathing for me anyway i don't look at them as interruptions i look at them as opportunities Um, some people say oh man my phone dinged again crap i gotta stop what i'm doing and answer i'm like when that thing dings i'm like that's an opportunity for me to earn money if i do the right thing so i'm excited about that and you know my wife and i joke and she's oh you got to get on the phone again i say you want me to buy that purse honey you want you want that phone to ding that's it so i'm i'm thankful for those problems and You know, look, I make it clear to my clients and you've seen it in the emails, but I explain when we're on the phone before I leave too. is look, if you need me, you need to message me as if I'm working normally. The only thing that might change is, whereas you might not get an instant response, you know, literally if my kid is on deck or if he's hitting, you know, or if it's a tense inning and I'm sitting in the stands, you know, third row up from the on deck circle, well, you're going to wait until that, that that's over. Absolutely. And then I can quick, you you know, shoot you a message back. Um, but, you know, look, I, I don't put it out there in a way like you're going to wait on me. You know, yeah. if anything, it's like I'm going to do what I can to hustle to get back in touch with Absolutely. you. However, you know, what is important to me, the currency that I've fought so hard for, that I work so hard for, that I travel cross country for, all these things is QTL, quality time left with yep. my wife, with my kids, with my family, going to those baseball games, that's to me is like the paycheck. Absolutely. You know? So all about. I'm going to I'm going to cash my check first. Yep. Then I'll take care of you. Absolutely. And that's that's priorities right there too and it it gives a great insight into the character of the person that you're working with too that they have those values, they have those standards and that they're still going to make time for you as well. Like that's that's a lot. That says a lot about a person right there. But of course, and just because I've got, you know, a baseball player on my hands and I'm about to have two, uh, you know, a couple weeks after this airs, let's take a step away from the book for a second and talk about Jordan. So I want to know 
what it's like for you being a proud dad, being in the stands and seeing him do what he does, because I love seeing the the post that you put out. My son loves seeing him because he's big into everything baseball. He's a utility player in the best sense of the word. Like he just, he loves it. He eats, sleeps and breathes it. it. So love what's it. it, what's it like for you seeing your son in that situation? It's, it's indescribable, man. To say that I'm proud uh, really doesn't give it justice. Right. Um, you know, obviously it's cool when you have a, a child that is a professional athlete, mm-hmm. but what makes it even cooler is we were there from day one. Yeah. We were there from T-ball and little league and middle school ball and, you know, going to the prep school, playing there and the college recruiting process and going to two different colleges, moving cross country. We were there for the whole journey, the good and the bad. It wasn't all, you know, uh, an, a perfect road. There, right. we, there were twists and turns and things you had to deal with and people that told them, oh, it's going to be too hard. And you, you, the chances of you doing this are, eh, and there was all this stuff. Yeah. And to see that he's doing it. And not just doing it, but really making a dent and a contribution, you know, in in professional baseball, it's very gratifying. And, you know, I'm his biggest champion. He knows I'm president of the Jordan Disson fan club. And, you know, I, I often my wife and I have discussed this more than once. You ever seen the movie Signs? Yes. Okay, And the premise of Signs is there are things Everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's basically the premise of that movie, you know, especially and it, it has a baseball related thing when they say swing away, swing away. Yep. Swing away. So I feel, and this sounds a little foo-foo-y, but I feel very much like my life has taken twists and turns in very much that swing away method. Like we had aspirations of renting, uh, not renting, of buying a motorhome. Yeah. We bought a motorhome. We lived in Virginia, and our plan was to follow our son around while he played college baseball. Well, it turns out college baseball in Virginia didn't turn out the way he wanted it to be, and we had to move cross-country to California. Well, how did we get there? In a motorhome. Mm. I work in in marketing. I build websites. I build logos. So when my son becomes a professional baseball player, he now has a website. You know, he has, you know, someone who knows how to negotiate contracts because he has a bat deal and a batting glove deal and all, and, you know, knows how to deal with agents. You know, I dealt with agents my entire career in in the entertainment business. So, you know, all of those things, you know, uh, who we met while we were in Little League, which drove us to the prep school and said it all, everything happened for this reason. And I really think that's, was my purpose was to, to support him, to help him get there, help him open those doors. And now that he's walked through them is to be his champion, his chief cheerleader. Um, Cause he ain't done yet. Right. No, just getting started. I mean, he's, he's definitely in an elite class, but he's at the bottom of the ladder in the elite class. Right. You know, he, he made it out of rookie ball. He's in a ball. He's got a couple more steps to get to the show And uh, we're just, you know, we're all rooting him on and, you know, just waiting on bated breath. I mean, one of the reasons why my schedule was what it is today is I have to be ready to watch the game. They're they're playing the Bradenton Marauders 
in the Florida State League today at, at uh, three thirty Pacific time. So nice. yep, and I've, I'll be I've ready to watch that game too. <laughs> and and he's in the lineup today. So you know he texted me to he lets me know what days he's in the lineup and what days he isn't. So we were there to support and root him on. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, it's amazing, dude. I, I, you know, I just couldn't be prouder of that, that young man. He's just, he's just an an incredible kid, man. Absolutely. And you can tell that he had, he's got the best team behind him, had the best upbringing he possibly could. And it's funny that you mentioned things coming full circle too, or having those, swing away moments because if I'm not mistaken I think the last time we talked and it's crazy that it's been that long I think you guys were actually in Virginia at that time if I remember correctly it could be yeah that 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 about sounds about right yeah that just clicked in my mind as you were saying and I'm like because I think I remember you going cross country right after our conversation so man that's crazy that this is where it is right now but it's it all comes like it's all part of a bigger plan everything happens for a reason so I mean, it's ah, oh, it's amazing. I couldn't have written it that way. Did I? Did I? Could I have seen that we were going to go to Southern California so my son could play college baseball at a junior college, which we thought we were like kind of wrinkled our nose at junior college. Go figure. It was the greatest experience he's had. I mean, obviously, aside from being drafted, but you know, the the we've made friends. Um, you know, one of my best buddies here in Southern California was his third base coach at, at college and me and him are, you know, beer buddies and yeah, damn if we're not brothers, but we came out here and because we came out here because of his baseball, he gets, you know, uh, noticed by major league baseball and gets drafted. Who, who would have figured thank goodness, but who would have figured? Yeah, man, that's, uh, it's so amazing. And then, like you said, He's part of the elite, but he's still working his way up. And God knows he's got a lot left in the tank and he'll get there. So the baby, he just turned 21. He's a baby. Oh, and that makes me feel old now. Jeez. Yeah. He's only, tw- he's barely 21. You know, he's playing with guys that are 22, 23, 24. And he, and he's, you know, it's not like he's riding the pond. He's playing yeah. significant innings every week. It's, it's really fun to watch. Oh, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Man, and like I just like I said, I appreciate you taking the time to to jump in here and you know not only catch up with me but promote everything as well and trusting me to be part of the process for doing that. So I mean, oh man, I I really appreciate that. Wouldn't have it any other way, man. You're part of the family, brother. I'm glad. I'm so glad and grateful for that too. But if if we haven't already, you know, like sold people on everything that you offer from, you know, websites to marketing to just having somebody in your corner or even just going out and buying this book, what would you say is the biggest reason to get Corey Disson in your corner and get, you know, become part of the Go Get It family? Well, I'm I'm a regular guy insisting on trying to do irregular things. And I tell people, most most folks are working for the man, Yep. They're at a nine to five or a survival gig mm-hmm. and they are trying to, you know, they want to make their own rules. They want to be an entrepreneur. They want to work for themselves. They want all of that uh, freedom and that liberation that comes with um, sometimes, you know, being popular on social media for whatever it is. And what I try to explain to people is what you want. I did. I didn't just talk about it. I didn't wish for it. I didn't read about it in some book. I lived it. And if you want someone who lived it, who really did it and still does it every day to get your back, 
uh, it's a pretty easy phone call. For sure. For sure. And I mean, just the things like, you know, you've, you've gotten me some previous guests on this show, like the hookups you had there, but more importantly, and I, I've touched on it before and I've talked to you about it, but I don't think I've given you enough credit for it in all honesty, but the, the slogan, go get it. When I was coming back into wrestling, I never thought I would be back in there again, but I came back with that mentality. I said it in the interview that I did at my return. A wise man told me, go get it. That's what I did. And that first year, despite everything. Who was that guy? Exactly. <laughs> I wonder who. But, you know, everything that was going on that first year personally was, uh, you know, just kind of like out of sight, out of mind compared to what was going on professionally. Because, I mean, that was that was year 15 of a wrestling career. This is going in 16 now. And that was the biggest year I'd ever had. And it's only getting bigger from there because now I can have world champion, like legitimate traveling world champion on my resume, all because of that simple mentality, because I wanted it. I went out and got it because of those three simple words and the motto that you put in my head. So, I mean, if I can do it and I can follow that mantra, what can he do for you? exactly i mean it's it's what it's all about i mean you know if you want something go get it i mean stop talking about it stop dreaming about it stop wishing on it go get it do something take massive relentless action to do it and like i said i've lived it you know because you know the the very privileged life i'm not a rich man but i'm a privileged man that i i'm blessed that i get to live in southern california 10 minutes from the beach I fly, you know, across the country to watch my kid play pro ball and I don't have to worry about being chained to a zip code or an office building or uh, to a supervisor, you know, that I, that is something I took massive action to get to. That was my nirvana. That was my utopia. That's what I wanted. I didn't, you know, I was all over, it was over for me as far as material wealth and houses and cars and all those toys and things we downsized our life to be here and we're, we are happy as hell in the situation that we're in, but it didn't come without a ton of hard work and sacrifice. That's the thing. And that makes you appreciate it that much more. No doubt. Don't want, don't ever want to go back. Nope. That I get that 100%. Well, man, this has been fun catching up. And like I said, I love seeing all the updates about everything Jordan's got going on. I love seeing everything that you're doing. I love all the promotion for this book and, Dude, I'm just glad that we got the chance to actually do this. And now I've got to start putting my nose in the book now that I'm caught up on everything else. So, you know, <laughs> you're going to put your I'm, nose in this book, right? That's it. That's it right. Going the distance. There it is. And we're going to a championship life and career, my friends. Absolutely. And there's going to be an easy way to get this because I'm going to have the link to Amazon in the show notes. I'm going to have links to get connected to Corey. So if you need a marketing coach, if you need your website done like mine, just anything that you need that this guy can do, I cannot recommend him enough. So guys, I'm going to make it easy to get connected and I'm going to get you in touch with the right person. Dude, you're the man. I appreciate you being a part of, uh, of course. Go get it nation. And, uh, you know, obviously there's nothing I won't do for you. Well, you know, anytime, anytime you need help ways. from me, you know where to reach out to and I uh, appreciate you being a brother and friend. Absolutely. I appreciate you too, my friend. So thank you. And guys, you know, the deal we'll be back here next week as we're wrapping out season four crazy to say we're coming up on our two-year birthday but here we are but I, I couldn't think of a better way to do it than coming out here with Corey and getting another great interview in. and i thank you guys for being here go check out Corey's book going the distance i know you won't regret it get in touch with him if you need anything 
Everything is in the show notes. You know, I like to make it easy for you. Get a shirt, get some merch. I've got all that down there too. And just help support the show and go get it. Go chase your dreams and do it the smart way. Get Corey in your corner. And I know you hear me. The I Know You Hear Me podcast is a presentation of Flynn Hendricks Enterprises. We thank you for tuning in this week, and we hope you'll check out our sponsors and advertisers. Make sure you check us out next week as we come back at the same time with another awesome episode.